Now, in a notice issued to South African motorists via its website, the South African National Roads Agency, Sandral, says that the new license disc can be withheld from vehicle owners and drivers until they settle their e-toll bill. Now, the notice states that the road users will be able to renew their licenses, but that the disc itself will be withheld until the outstanding toll-related infringements have been settled. So to find out more about what's actually going on here, we joined on the line by the CEO of Alta, that's the organization undoing tax abuse, Wayne Duvenage. Wayne, good to speak to you again. Welcome to Update at Noon. Nice to be with you today. So firstly, does Sandral actually have a legal standing in this matter uh, where they can withhold that disc even after you've paid for it? So, look, I mean, it's, 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 firstly, that's an old message. It's there. They haven't taken it down, so you've got to assume it's, uh, they, they still believe it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's in play. Um, and secondly, uh, there's, there's two things the way you need to approach life and law, uh, and one of them is the, the technicalities thereof and the practicalities thereof. Technically speaking, as they have worded the R to Act when it comes into play, and even now, they, and Sanral themselves can't withhold the license, the licensing authorities would do, and they would only be able to do that if there was an enforcement order, like if you don't pay your traffic fines. And what they're trying to do is treat unpayment of e-tolls as an ignoring traffic fines on the highways where it says pay your e-toll bills. If it was practical to do that, they would have done so, and they haven't been able to do so, and we don't believe they ever will. And if they ever did, it would be challenged in court, and you would find that the argument of, you know, national powers, uh, which are now being imposed on local powers, in other words, licensed revenue comes to local municipalities, not nationally, uh, there's a separation of powers there, and this is not allowed. So they would lose that. B, already municipalities are saying they're not participating in R2. can't be forced to. And so the scheme starts to collapse very fast, just as the ETOL one has. And what government would do if they allowed this to happen was bring the same problems that they've got in ETOLs into the vehicle licensing space. And the unintended consequences for government of people not registering their vehicles, when it gets out of hand, it's too big to manage. So... So technically, if they wanted to, they could. Practically, they would never go down this road. And if they did, they would face massive legal challenges. Certainly, Arthur would be challenging it. And secondly, uh, chaos, absolute chaos in the vehicle licensing department. So as it stands right now, um, what does the law say? Can a criminal charge be laid against a motorist for not paying their e-tolls? And has um, Sandral issued any infringement notices for failure to pay e-tolls? So what they did, they decided to go down the civil route. They started laying uh, summonses against people uh, for non-payment. They wanted them those summonses to default into default uh, into into judgments or orders, uh, which then they could blacklist you on, and impact your credit rating. Well, that was stopped in its tracks when the credit rating, uh, the Credit Bureau Association said to Central, "Sorry, but you have excluded yourself from the National Credit Act, so there will be no blacklisting. There will be no impact on anybody's credit rating if they." don't pay ETOL. So they shot themselves in the foot there. The second thing is that when they started issuing summonses, Auto got the mandate from over 3,000 motorists to defend them in our defense umbrella, our ETOL defense umbrella, which we launched in 2015 to say that if you get a summons, we'll handle it for you. 
with 3,000 cases. We went to court and the court really realized and so did our lawyers, this is going to clog the courts. Let's have a test case. We were well down the road on that test case, going to defend the public to show how illegal the scheme was when Sandra pulled the plug or put a hold on this whole legal case back in 2019. Remember, it was an election year. And again, they've shot themselves in the foot because their case now is compromised as a result of their actions. And that's the only thing they've done legally, and, they've, and, they've, uh, and that horse is now bolted, we believe. But if it does come to fruition, we'll continue to fight this. There have been no criminal charges, and the Xanara Act allows them to. But Dupur Peters, the minister at the time in 2014, said in Parliament that this would be the worst thing for government to start criminalizing its citizens for non-payment of ETOLs. <laughs> I mean, we can't even fight corruption and, uh, and gross uh, abuse of power in this country and, and, and so many other things. The last thing the courts want to be inundated with is trying to criminalize people who haven't paid for ETOLs because the ETOL scheme in itself is grossly irrational and introduced unlawfully. So we don't believe they'll introduce criminal charges. If they do, we'll fight that. Summonses, uh, that's, that's dead and buried and no blacklisting. So where do they go to now? Well, everything they've said that they could exercise, they haven't. The scheme is dead. But what does it mean for the future of ETOLs? Because we've heard this back and forth between mm. provincial and national government. So what's the future for ETOLs? Well, ETOLs, you know, I always say this. Governments can put any laws they want in place, but they can't have this attitude, which our government seems to have, that, well, if we put something into law, the people will come. Now, of course, if you can manage your laws, then we've got good laws. You know, you shouldn't murder, you shouldn't do this and do that. I mean, that's great. But if you can't manage the non-payment of ETOs, it becomes an irrational law. And irrational laws, by the way, people have an obligation to challenge and not obey laws that are just not in the interest of society. This is one of them. There's been a successful civil disobedience campaign. So government's got no choice. In other words... They say, well, they're making the decision. Well, the public have made the decision for them. There's only less than 20% of people paying. It's a failed scheme. They can do nothing about it. They can't enforce it. So it leaves for them to reverse the decision of the ETOL decision. In other words, declare the Gauteng roads as non-tolled roads and to get the funding from where they should have got it from all along, which, by the way, they have got from Treasury every year to pay for the bonds they use to upgrade the roads. It's in place. They've been funded. The fuel levy only needed to be increased by, by uh, 10 cents at the time. They've increased the fuel levy by over 2 rand 50 cents. The funds are there. So they just need to make, you know, get the civil courage or the moral courage to make the decision to pull the plug. But if they don't, it actually doesn't matter because the decision's been made for them by these courageous uh, and morally courageous uh, citizens of this country. Wayne Divinage, thanks for your time. CEO of Alta, the organization undoing tax abuse, uh, talking to us about uh, the situation uh, where most people are concerned that they may have their license discs withheld after paying for them if they owe Sandrill any e-toll fee, uh, fees. And uh, you heard the explanation there from um, Wayne Divinage saying not going to happen most likely. So uh, perhaps at the moment sounding a bit like a scare tactic, but... We'll keep our eye on it and we'll keep you informed.